Hello. Uros, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. Tell me where you are, where you're sitting, and what's the view out of the window? I'm, I'm sitting on a nice couch uh, in my uh, flat in Ljubljana, in my mother's house. Uh, outside is raining a little bit, and I feel completely great talking to you again. Well, thank you for coming back on my um, on my very uh, uh, interesting podcast. Um, it's our, I think, I think it's my fifth one now. Um, again, thank you to you for for giving me the last spark that I needed to actually get it going from our last phone call before the first first podcast. If I can speak, it would help on a podcast. Um, yeah. that um, you pushed me to actually get on and do it, which which is great. The the subject of today is, and why uh, we agreed to have the podcast together again, is because as we were as we met each other nine months ago now, um, on that famous uh, Go Beyond or Leadership um, Connecting call, where we were quite a few of us from different countries uh, speaking on a Zoom platform and reflecting and giving each other feedback. Uh, we've known each other now for nine months remotely. It's the first friendship I've had like this in these modern times where I feel like I've known you so well already and we haven't yet physically met. So it kind of, um, I find that kind of quite interesting. And that then led me to message you and say, look, do you want to have a, a lessons learned, a kind of reflection uh, on this year? Because uh, yes, the idea of my podcast is to sort of have a, a word or two or three words and talk around those just to sort of discover them and uh, and give examples and stories and examples that maybe people can use or people can reflect on. But with us, I think it made more sense to have a lessons learned because I think like many people, we've gone through our own <laughs> independent and different journeys, both together and definitely individually. Uh, emotionally and uh, career-wise, and especially with the uh, the year we've all had, mm -hmm. I thought lessons learned would be a great um, a great way to sort of yeah reflect and maybe come up with a few things that we've uh, appreciated or that we're grateful for, or uh, that that will help us you know look forward in maybe a, a more positive way. So do you, do you want me do you, do you want to start off any thoughts already on? Because I know you wrote down a few notes before we met. Yeah, what pops in my mind, you mentioned uh, our Beyond Call. And I think this was one of the, let's say, sparkle miracles of this year, 2020. Uh, that it is possible actually to connect with people in the uh, times of social distance through the computer. Uh, this is what I first time realized on this call, on this video call, that we somehow connected um, personally with people together. And uh, I would call it, uh, I would start maybe uh, with this year that uh, uh, several uh, uh, very interesting miracles happened to me. And that was this. Uh, one of them was this call uh, in which we also became friends. We yeah. noticed uh, that we have something that we think uh, 
maybe the similar things that we understand things similarly uh, or uh, that we look at the things from different views and uh, that just clicked and uh, the trust uh, immediately appeared and I was surprised how can I trust uh, a person yeah. that I was ne- I never uh, saw and um, yeah and maybe for a start uh, so that was one one thought. What I wrote down uh, at the beginning, because I have a journal, and uh, it's uh, at the beginning of the year. I started in the forest, actually, first day with uh, ex-soldier uh, from special forces, Tony Bosnick, and we started uh, celebrate. Uh, we we went on this uh, high key- hill a thousand meters in Slovenia and we just um, um, uh, he's he's a facilitator of these survival courses and we survived New Year Eve uh, in in the forest actually first two days of the new year and I wrote down at that time that this is gonna be a a year of uh, calmness courage playfulness uh, returning back to me discipline and discovering and i think a lot of these things happened wow i, I think <laughs> as you were talking i think one thing if you don't mind me quickly uh, interjecting um a couple of thoughts i have just just from what you've just said now which is very interesting the uh, and i just wrote it down now um we uh, over the years and this is not a, a revelation but isn't it ironic that over the years we as a society are connecting less and less with people in our own neighborhood, in our own towns. I'm not talking about small villages necessarily, but definitely small towns and, and, and bigger. We, we, you know, in, in the UK for sure that, you know, we, we don't even know who lives four houses away, you know, and these are houses that are all uh, built together, you know, so you have uh, two houses built together, then a space and two houses, we call them uh, semi-detached houses. Um, and there are some terrace houses where there's 20, 30, 40 houses together, all each, everybody sharing a wall, but you don't even know who lives four mm-hmm. houses away. But then, ironically, the irony is that we're then connecting remotely um, and it's powerful and we feel like we know each other quite well. And yet we can't really, we, we don't really connect locally, physically. Mm-hmm. And I find that really, really strange as well. So that's been the kind of, uh lesson not lesson learned but definitely uh something that has come to the to my mind is that we we obviously need to connect but for some reason whether it's holding the phone in front of our faces whether it's the so-called inverted commas busy lives uh you know chasing the career or chasing a bit of materialism whatever it might be we've kind of lost the basic need and way of connecting your with your neighbor Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet, we, and I'm grateful that we've connected, but obviously it's more important to connect locally and connect your, with your neighborhood so that you feel more, uh, more complete. You, you know who's around you. You've got that support network. But yet there's you and me connecting you know, via Zoom <laughs> or now via WhatsApp on, on this platform, which is great. But then there are some people that they look out the window, they don't even know who their neighbor is. Mm. I, I just find that it's it's yeah, this year has raised a lot of uh, 
not contradictions, but yes, raised a lot of um, obvious, obvious observations that we kind of, I think, just carried on with without really addressing, without really uh, doing anything about. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you know, the, the that house for you know, that neighbor four houses away. Yeah, one day I'll go around and I'll just introduce myself. One mm-hmm. day I'll put a Christmas card through their letterbox and say, you know, I'm I'm an, I'm at number one one five. Hey, nice to meet you. My name is Alexi. One mm. day I'll do that. Or well, one day becomes 10 years. Hmm. Yeah? yeah. That, you, you see what I mean? Yeah. Actually, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll do it myself, actually. <laughs> yes. Might as well follow through what we, what I've just uh, not suggested, but sort of just I Action um, points. Okay. Another lesson learned for me while I'm on a roll, and then I'll, I'll throw it back to you. And I wrote a few things down as well. And, and, I, and I think there's one sentence that really hit home. And, I, you know, by looking at all these so-called um, media sound bites with, you know, what's going on with the pandemic and governments all over the world making quite difficult decisions in, in restricting people's freedom and uh, ability to see other people, you know, we had and still have lots of things that are right in front of our noses. Now, what I mean by that is before the pandemic hit, you know, were we really shaking the hands of our neighbors and our friends? Were we really cuddling and putting an arm around the people that were right next to us before we had any of the restrictions? Were we really doing that often enough? Were we really taking advantage of that? Were we, I would argue, and myself included, we were taking it for granted. You know, we mm-hmm. knew we could do it. So when you know you can do something, you don't necessarily do it more often because you just know it's there. It's a bit like my grandmother in Switzerland. God bless her. She, she passed away a few years ago. But when I kept on uh, talking to her about the beautiful view of the lake, of the lake, uh, uh, the, uh, people across the world call it Lake Geneva. The actual real name is Lake Le Mans. You know, they actually had the lake outside of her you could see it, I don't know, it was, I don't know, 800, 900, 1,000 meters away, but it was like it was 50 meters away. And I said, oh, you're so lucky to have the beautiful view of this lake. And my grandma said, yeah, I am lucky. But at the end of the day, it's what I'm used to. I see it every day. Mm. So it's nice of you to, 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 to sort of highlight it again or make me realize how lucky I am. But it's, it's normal for me. It's something I, I must admit, she said, I've taken for granted and maybe I should walk down to the lake more often mm-hmm. and feed the birds or whatever she wants to do, have a nice walk, a bit of fresh air. But she wasn't doing it that often because it was always there right in front of your nose. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, that's what I've learned. I think right in front of your nose also means for me, you can have, you know, I'm currently when I'm working in the UK, I live uh, with my parents and sometimes people are right there things are right in front of you and you don't you know sometimes that extra few minutes of listening to your father that extra few minutes of just starting a conversation and really being interested uh and having that moment is actually quite important but because it's right in front of you you sometimes think i'll do it tomorrow you know (laughs) i'll do it we'll have that chat tomorrow evening i'm i'm i don't want to do it now i'm tired or whatever and you and we can all find excuses for everything Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what that's one of the lessons learned. Uh, the, the lessons I've learned, sorry, is you know we live in the now, and if we don't really 
live in the moment and take advantage, not all the time, but as much as possible, then then I, I think that's a shame because uh, you know we realize as we get older that life goes by very, very quickly. Yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are. Yeah, I, I think you stressed uh, really well uh, the words uh, often enough. From this... Mm. Uh, when you when you said giving time energy to each other and everything is becoming automatic uh, and you are pressing the right words addressing the right words uh, often enough uh, from this I understand how I see it uh, if you if you take time or you ex- if you extend uh, experience being with somebody like you said. Uh, listen to somebody very carefully when you are in the moment with with them or asking extra question to somebody or just stop and uh, observe um, is this what we all human need uh, uh, we are at the end giving our energy and time to somebody and being present in this moment Uh, means this uh, often enough, you know. Um, so, yeah, uh, giving energy and time to others uh, more often enough would be for sure one of the uh, lessons learned this, learned this year because all the situation gave us this opportunity actually to, to experience uh, We, we, were, we were in a way locked, we were limited, we are limited still uh, with, with, the, with our space, with, with uh, our time maybe, when to work, what to work, or to also some limits dropped because uh, I, I experienced, I see people who actually work all day, uh, boss is calling uh, somebody home, working from home also, at 18 o'clock uh, before it was not uh, the praxis. So here some li- limits were broken. And uh, we now I really understand. And from this situation, I realized how important it is to, to be often enough uh, uh, with somebody and to be in a moment with somebody. That, so that would mean for me just being in a moment more often. Yeah, and, I, and thank you for that. I think also the, the we always, as a society, I would say in the last, definitely the last 30 years, if not maybe 40 years, uh, probably at least since the early 80s, late 70s, 80s, definitely in, the, in most of Europe, is that, you know, there's been this thing called materialism. You know, we are... We are addicted consumers, meaning that, you know, we, especially with the invention of the internet, the apps and so on, it's so easy. And myself included, uh, as I said before, I'm not immune to it by any means that, you know, you can just go on you know, your Amazon app, your, your, your whatever, your eBay app, and you can literally, you know, walk down a road. And by the time you walked 500 meters, you bought two things already and mm-hmm. they're going to be delivered. And I, I think... That's very convenient. So we always need to have a reason to do something. I need to do this because I want this. 
And I think the lessons learned, I think for a lot of people that I've spoken to is what do I need rather than what do I want? Mm -hmm. And and what, and sometimes we've forgotten what our basic needs are, like just being in each other's company, having a cup of coffee is a hell of a lot more rewarding than needing to go shopping because I want to buy, I want this, I want that. There is no why. Why do you want it? Is it, is it the, is it the giving you that immediate rush of, of, uh, you know, of uh, happiness, you know, um, and then you suddenly feel better for 10 minutes and after that it, it, it goes away. Why? And I think a lot of people are starting this year that I've met, I've started to really reflect and go, right, what do I really need? Well, look at what I've got. And, you know, a lot of people I've spoken to, customers mainly, who are meeting for the first time. And this uh, pandemic has given me the opportunity to have a, and I don't mean that in a, in a, in a flippant way or in a, in, a, in, a, in a cold way, but it's given me the opportunity to connect with people and have a subject that's in common with everybody all over the world. We are all going through this. Which is, you know, as I said in one of the first podcasts we had, is that that's that's never been done for a hundred years. That you can say to anybody in any country in the world, you understand what I'm going through because you're going through it too at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, it's localized to a region or a country, maybe, but not, you know, not everywhere or you know, not the whole the whole world. And just to have a conversation with somebody, and he goes, "Yeah, you know what? I've looked at what I've got, and I've got a house." I've got a roof over my head. I'm, you know, I'm. Uh, it's not leaking. I've got food in the fridge. You know, I, do I really need to go on that extra holiday? Do I need that new car? No, I don't. And and these are people that have just carried on with their lives and been very happy with what they've got, but not really uh, assessed or analysed anything. And I think the lessons learned for me this year were, you know, you really look at what you've got and being, I suppose, more grateful or a little bit more appreciative of what you've got and do you need to buy another shirt do you need to buy another pair of shoes do you need to go to that restaurant again and believe me i'm now criticizing the business i was in for nearly 30 years Mm. Uh, and that's the hospitality business which is going through a horrible time globally at the moment Um, but it's a case of you know really looking at what you need um but then going back to our original point is connection and what we need, in my opinion, is to connect with other human beings. And when I was talking to these new customers, it's amazing how I could say four or five words and then they would tell me 50, 60 words because there's a need to connect and a need to be listened to. And mm. that is the most basic, understated thing in the world. Yet we're all busy to get to the destination, get there quickly, I need to be there on time. And it, but then we forgot, I think, what it's really about, what's really important, yeah? Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Yeah? I agree. And, and I think another thing I wrote down was it is what it is, meaning, you know, the horrible thing at the moment, and, and I, I want to know your thoughts on this from, uh, from, um, from you know, how, how the maybe, not, 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 let's not have a conversation on politics, but how, the, how it is on your side and your country, you know, you, you, you have governments deciding what you can or can't do, where you can or where you can't go. Um, and, you know, I used very much a sentence for people I've met over the years, it is what it is. And, and that, kind, that sentence means, those words mean, you know, it's what you can control and what you can't control. So 
you know, you can have a conversation about something you're passionate about. You know, you don't agree, for example, with the way uh, governments are trying to uh, apply these restrictions in certain categories or certain levels of, of, of importance. And it doesn't make sense. You could argue that, you know, going to a small shop that stays open and you're going there to buy whatever you want to buy. And a, 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 a small independent shop um, is surely not any worse than going to a small restaurant that's got their tables nicely spaced apart where you can have a, a, a meal and you're not mixing with anybody else unless you need to go to the toilet. Um, and then you leave, you know, responsibly and carefully. And there are screens and there are, it's, you know, it's all COVID compliant. But yet the hospitality business is closed down, but the shop is, is, is kept open. So you can argue that's not right. And you can get angry about that because there's a lot of frustration. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to do is saying, well, it is what it is. I, I don't agree with it. I don't, you know, you may not agree with wearing masks, but it is what it is. You need to wear the mask. You need to comply. You need to help. It's for other people. Um, and, you, and you just control what you can control, which is yourself. Mm -hmm. um, if you let yourself go or you get, you know, angry and frustrated, then, yeah, we're not perfect. We're all human beings. But if you do too much of it, is that really going to help? Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, did you establish any new habits uh, during this uh, year? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, I think like quite a few people, I started doing this new thing called walking. And... Um, And I say sarcastically because, you know, I would walk to the car and I would see that already as a, as a journey. Yeah. Uh, and then there's me, especially during the first lockdown, I was walking. I gave myself a, a, a minimum goal of five days a week. I would walk a few kilometers. So it'd take me about 45 minutes. And I would walk around the block. Or I created a little circuit. And I started to, to like that circuit. I became very familiar with it. I enjoyed doing it after the sort of second or third time um and it became my sort of not crutch but it became my sort of anchor in keeping sane and getting a bit of fresh air um, a bit like the term in english you know sleeping on it you kind of think things through as you walk it kind of allows your subconscious your mind to sort of start sorting things out uh, and then by the time you've come back i wouldn't always have a solution but i definitely have a few more ideas And then, and, you know, from the, then from the start of, of, of my walk. So, and what about you? Uh, yeah, definitely. That reminds me that uh, I was observing uh, nature uh, from a different angle. For example, one of my new habits that you mentioned, restriction from the government and so on. I started, uh, especially now in the winter, uh, uh, running in the forest. I have a very near, I have a, uh, the house, I have a forest and I, I, I haven't explored it uh, before so much. Uh, but now I'm actually every two or three days, uh, per, uh, I'm, I'm running in the forest and I'm running without light. So I'm uh, used to run uh, at night. Uh, so that's one of the habits And I also like uh, morning routine, walking in the forest, and I'm actually observing how how the the nature is changing and uh, what uh, what the precious is it is for us and uh, how how grateful we can be. So I have a feeling that uh, actually nature really uh, woke up 
a little bit more and is appreciating that we are not intervening so much in the nature. Uh, so that that's one of the routines. And what I realized also, because we were a lot of the time on, on Zoom and videos, you mentioned before this connection that we need. Uh, before, I, I didn't wa want to make videos or, um, or these uh, recordings to my friend, uh, business partners or everybody else. And now I see myself, I'm uh, much, much more relaxed uh, talking uh, on a video, send, sending somebody a video, expressing myself uh, on the video and uh, uh, on the video call or maybe voiceover. Uh, it, it's a small habit that I'm doing uh, uh, among my family that from time to time I, I'm sending them a voice uh, a memo or a video of how, how do I feel and uh, how I ask them some questions and then they reply so the people are also then more responsive and uh, these are let's say two habits that I'm really really uh, proud of and I feel comfortable with yeah, and that, and, that, and that brings me on to something else. And thank you for that. That brings me on to, to something I was writing down. Because every time you say something, you always spark <laughs> another thought in my head, which is a great thing. Um, two words came to mind, uh, or two separately, if you like, uh, categories or, or, or ideas. One is uh, the word contradictions, and the other one is effective communication. So the first one is there's a lot of uh, contradictions or contrasts that have been highlighted uh, this year. So what I mean by that, I'll give you an example. Um, I, I, I referred back to the Amazon app and, you know, buying online. I think we, you know, there was a lot of, um, again, you know, fueled by the media as usual. But, you know, there was a lot of discussions about, you know, how um, linking to exercise, how AI, how people like Amazon have made us sit on our, our backsides uh, not doing much, uh, you know, everything is at our fingertips. We can order everything. Now with Netflix, we can, Amazon Prime, we can watch, you know, one box set after the other of every series you can imagine from every genre, from drama to documentary to whatever you want. And I think the contradiction there is that, you know, that was criticized because it may be we were too addicted to it. And there are certain algorithms with the AI technology that makes you addicted to it and, and tells you, hey, if you like this, why don't you try this? It's, you know, it's, we realize that, you know, what your tastes are. Well, actually, the, the contradiction there is that we've used Netflix during the lockdown to bring people together to watch something together, you know, to we people have uh, got, got some popcorn going and and made a kind of theme or, you know, event mm -hmm. out of it because they couldn't go out. And that's the sort of um, irony or the kind of contradiction there. And I find that quite interesting because before we were saying, oh, you know, this is Netflix is too, it's too much. It's there's too much of it. It's uh, too easy. It's uh, it's, yeah, it's it, it, it goes too much the other way, but makes us uh, very, very lazy. Uh, and I think this year it saved a lot of people because it is good value for money. It means you don't have to spend money on going out to a restaurant and going to the cinema and theater and so on. You can now watch things from home in a more economical kind of way, but it also brings people exactly. together. And I think, 
I think that's a kind of weird positive, you know, whether you call it contradiction or weird positive. It's kind of you can find a positive um, out of it. And also the other one is um, how to communicate effectively. Now, that's a quite a serious sentence or serious couple of words, and it can be used in a more commercial, professional uh, context. However, you know, you are now because you need that connection. You need that, you know, like for example, uh, my wife was... Uh, on a uh, kind of Zoom call with her grandmother in her early 90s just to say hello and because they couldn't come in because of the latest regulations and uh, because of COVID. So at least her grandmother, who was shown how to do it and somebody was helping her in, in the care home, could actually talk to, uh, uh, to my wife and they could have that connection. Mm -hmm. And it makes her, and they realize that with the lack of connection, so this is, I feel like, another observational lesson learned, because of the lack of connection, because Hannah couldn't go and visit in the beginning and the Zoom calls were not really set up in the beginning, um, they found, and it's not by coincidence, that the, her, her grandmother was starting to become very uh, absent-minded, you know, blah, 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 like the Alzheimer's kicking and not really realizing where she was or not where she was, but what day mm -hmm. it was and who she was meeting and or who, who the person was. And she was, when they started the phone calls after a few months, she was like, so, and you are, you know, it, it just completely because she had lost that connection. So she had lost that, I don't know, if you like training the mind or keeping things flowing in, the, in her head, in the brain. And that, the moment that she's now had, I think, uh, the second or third uh, Zoom or whatever it is called with, uh, with her grandmother, her grandmother's a lot better, a lot more alert, a lot more with it, um, and is, appreciates the, the effort as well. And the focus is just on her. There is nobody else. There's no distractions. So it's very weird that this, this situation this year has made us sort of more, I don't know, more focused on the way we communicate. So it, that's why I said more effective, because suddenly those 20 minutes are re really fully concentrated, most of them on that person and on that call, rather than, you know, you've got the kids behind, you've got this, you've got that, you're doing it on your way to work, or this, yeah, you're trying to fit in the visit very quickly, yeah, I'm seeing you, Grand, but I now need to rush quickly, sorry, because there is none of that. It's pure, utter focus without distraction. And I think that makes a massive difference. It really does. Well, you mentioned a lot of things that, uh, that uh, start me thinking. And that's great. Uh, I also think that uh, you mentioned the con uh, contrast that this is actually you, you make me think uh, this is actually a year of contrasts. And just today, mm. during the YouTube uh, song that I uh, uh, started in the morning, uh, there was a commercial, and it, it, it is uh, our Slovenia's famous uh, um, uh, play for children that they normally have to go to the theater and pay for it. Uh, but this time it was uh, as a um, um, commercial uh, for, 30, for 40 minutes uh, uh, during the... So it is just a... You 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 can skip it or you you can watch it, and I I was I was yeah. thinking why would somebody put a commercial for forty minutes and play the the one of the best uh, children plays from the theater, and I was like wow great idea 
timing is nice because it's a Sunday. It was 10 o'clock. And uh, you just mentioned it, uh, this, let's say, situation uh, this year just opened up mm. another channel to communicate, to, to connect, actually. And uh, uh, when all these lockdowns will be over, we will just have more possibilities how to connect, actually. So we can rather stay at home and watch it through, through the YouTube uh and and be do some things together in the house with the family or we can decide we can go watch it live which is uh, a special experience as well we dress nice and we we experience something else with kids but there are just two possibilities so i think this year gave us uh because of all these contrasts gave, gave us also a lot of new possibilities. Also in business-wise, the same story. I'm now communicating with my clients and actually friends through the Zoom. Uh, I never, I, I never did it before. So now, then I will have two possibilities. Oh, okay, let's go for a walk, which is cool because I feel the energy. I also work out and so so on. I, I'm there. I'm drinking a coffee, tea. So I'm in a, uh, in a present moment and with them. But actually, the channel that is uh, setting up now was dead before for, for many, many people, especially older. And this gives us a uh, possibility to connect also uh, different uh, channel, video channel. And that, that's uh, for me, wow. Uh, I, I'm, when I look it back, uh this year really learned us uh uh even if was even it is a, a social distance uh, it's a possibility to connect in in some let's say beyond or below levels i don't know how but this is an evidence that we we need to connect at the end and this is the best uh for for a human and I think another, and thank you for that. I think another, um, again, you, you, I think we do this to each other. We, we, we kind of, you know, you, you, you say a few things and then, then I'm writing down already <laughs> two lines of notes, just thinking, oh, that's made me think of something else. <laughs> me too, me too, I, I me too. <laughs> it's like, we've got to be careful um, because uh, I, I think we've got a few minutes left, but let, let's enjoy the next few minutes. I, I think the thing that I wrote down, uh, what I wrote down right now was, um, I'm a big car fan, so I watch car shows, and one of the car shows I watch is called uh, uh, Wheeler Dealers, and they've uh, this guy uh, who buys and sells cars works with a mechanic, and this particular one is called Wheeler Dealer Dream Cars. So they they go and uh, try to uh, find a dream car for a customer for a person, and they have to get there. So the customer gives them a, mm -hmm. a, a little car or something, some money, and then they, he he goes up the, the, the chain and makes a few deals to finally get the car that he wants using his skill and his experience. But what was interesting, and this is a very simple thing, is that he, because of the current situation, it's made him realize that using technology, again, more effectively is saving him time uh, so that he can actually spend time on getting another deal or spend time in uh, planning and strategizing um, so that he can get the best deal for the customer and use his time more effectively. So in this case, he said he, he found this guy was three, 
I think it was something like 350 kilometers away. And he said, right, let's have a WhatsApp call. Now, can you show me around the car? So he's literally taking the phone, going around the car. He said, right, can you go, can you open the bonnet for me? Right, yeah. Can you go inside the back exactly. of the car? Right. Can you show me underneath this part, that part? Because obviously he knows what he's doing. So he said, so he pointed him spe to specific areas where he knows there might be rust or he knows there might be uh, uh, an indication of how, what condition the car has been kept in, you know, whether the seats or the steering wheel, whatever. And he, he did a virtual tour of the car and he said, thank you very much. They did the deal on the phone. He said, right, good, fine, right. I'm two, two days time, I'm coming to collect mm. it. And that was just, uh, uh, even though I know it exists, it's an eye-opening thing when you see it happen in actual in practice. And you think, he's just bought a car 350 miles away. He spent, you know, not a lot of money. I think the car was something like uh, in euros or something like 1,500 euros, uh, but still. And you've just spent money without moving from your seat which is still a great thing, you know, but you wouldn't think of doing that until you're pushed into or out of your comfort zone mm -hmm. to do it. Uh, and I think the other thing that I wrote down at the same time was because of this uh, situation we're in, I want to try and avoid the, the, the P word or the C word or whatever, the words that are overused that uh, I think we're all frustrated mm. with now, um, is it gives you more private time. You know, the, the restrictions have forced you ironically, to have more private mm. time. Now, if you'd have said to me, you know, 10 months ago, I, there's something that's going to happen that's going to make you stay at home, that's going to make you self-reflect, that's going to make you spend more time with your loved ones or, or look at yourself a little bit more, spend time on you. Because if you're not, you know, uh, as good as you can be, then how can you be the best friend or the best uh, son or whatever? Um and I think what came out of this year as well, I think another lesson learned for me, and I'm, not, you know, I'm, I'm starting, I'm not, I'm, I've got a long way to go is health wise, you know, with the walking, with the, I'm not doing much about it at the moment, but I'm looking more at, you know, I'm eating more vegetarian food now two, three times a week. I have no meat at all. Um, I'm drinking more water because, you know, this self-reflection has made you look at yourself and say, hang on a minute. You know, while I'm on this planet, while I'm, you know, I need to be, it's a kind of survival reaction as well on my part. You know, you look at a lot of people losing their jobs. Unfortunately, the media is too, too powerful at scaring people. So you kind of, you kind of either get too scared, and you do nothing or you get, you know, the uh, fight or flight. And you think, right, hang on a minute. Do I do something about this or do I get scared and not move from my chair and, and, you know, lock myself away? And I chose the, uh, the former. And I said, right, what can I do about it? So the walking, eating more vegetarian food, drinking more water, just simple, uh, less calorie intake. You know, the more, the less you put in your mouth, the easier it is. Yeah, it's not complicated. Mm. Recently, I must say, I, <laughs> after a few months of doing that, and I, I lost a bit of weight, I feel better. Um, it approached the Christmas nostalgic time and suddenly I'm looking at those mince pies or those little cakes. And I'm thinking, mm. <laughs> and you know, I, I put all the weight back on in, in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's, so I'm just contradicting myself. But, but the point is that you, it's this, this, this year. And I think on, if you reflect on the lessons learned is it's made people look at how they use their time. Mm -hmm. And it made people say, hang on a minute. And it's, and, and it's created a new level of acceptability. So what I mean by that is it's now acceptable to have a video call rather than 
have a un, have an unnecessary meeting. Yes, we still need to meet for business. I can't do what I do unless I meet people. But do I need to meet people every exactly. single time? You know, and I think that's where the use of technology has now become acceptable rather than, oh, that's an excuse. It's a... Uh, uh, it's not personal. Why are you doing that? Why? You can't meet me? Are you too busy? If you're too busy, you know, I'll go somewhere else. I think people have now become more uh, open to it, more, uh, yeah, m- more uh, happier to use that kind of technology. Hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, what, what I would suggest is that in two or three minutes, we can we can sort of do a little, little wrap up. Um, we can do the kind of uh, reflection on what we... Uh, so beyond reflection, yeah. yeah. I think I think for me in a few words, and I'll pass it over to you in, in one minute. For me, a few words is really um one word I think is um is simplicity, is really going back to the simple what's needed, um, and being and just appreciate what you've got rather than what you want and appreciate more what you have and being happy with what you've got. I think that's my main sort of sentence if you like and from you... what i heard uh, in, the, in our conversation today it was uh, a contrast and i immediately wrote down that for me it was let's say game or a fight between courage and uh, so uh, between love and fear at the end this contract mm. of, of this year and uh, mm-hmm. what I learned, I, I actually re- learned because every year I'm, uh, uh, let's say, uh, writing down my uh, w- wishes for the next year and uh, some kind of goals and stuff like that. At, and now when I uh, look at them uh, from this point, I see that those uh, goals uh, which were actually... Uh, uh, set set by heart or from from a heart from love, these ones uh, realized, and the other ones that were uh, based on the fears and from the mind or I don't know materialistically, those didn't happen. So for me, it's really really important. From what space am I operating? Am I operating from the love or Am I operating from from the fear? And uh, 2020 was for me the best year to tackle the big fears. And from that point also uh, a lot of uh, love uh, came in uh, on on, on the surface. So it's really, really important from what uh, space, this contrast, from what space to operate. And I think, uh, thank you. I think the last thing, a couple of things I will add, or one thing definitely is really re-emphasizing or realizing what's important. I think this year has really made a lot of people across the board from being not as emotionally intelligent or aware to the most intelligent uh, in terms of emotionally intelligent. Everybody has, I think, on one to one level, you know, to one extreme to another, have gone right. What's really important, and I and I I think this is a, a one-off year where people have really had to reflect, or it's made them reflect on really what do they need and what is important, rather than than you know we call in English chasing your tail and, mm. and going around mm. in circles. 
And I think I think that's been a, a, a big one this year, really. And I think the other thing that, that I wrote down that I didn't mention very quickly is people realizing what I have for sure, even more, that having genuine relationships is really important. And what I mean by that is, yeah, we can all have the, you know, the friends in inverted commas on Facebook and social media and and um, and all the different platforms that you can use. But actually, what are, who are and what are your genuine relationships, people you can really rely on and people you can really be in the moment with and 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 get something and give something and have a great time with and really genuine, you know, be yourself and and really enjoy that moment with that person. How many of those people do you have in your life? And I think that's made me really look at, again, who I'm spending time with and uh, how, you know, am I spending uh, the right amount of time with the right people? Mm. And I think that's made me, that's been sort of my reflection. Mm. It's it's amazing. Uh, I Before we started this uh, conversation, I wrote down two words that could uh, sum up uh, this podcast and you just said it. Uh, you express it and I wrote down living in the moment and being yeah. myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, on that note, I'm going to say thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure and a privilege again. Um, let's speak again, uh, as I'm sure we will in a, in a few weeks' time. Uh, thank you for your time. I, I think we've... Uh, had a great time, a great uh, conversation, and uh, hopefully we, we will speak soon. Thank you very much, and stay in contact. Definitely. Bye.